right, um, so we're back again, and this time Tammy is hosting. So Tammy, what are we talking about today? We are talking about giving away or gifting knives. Oh, I'm so glad you did this one because you mentioned this like maybe I had just moved in or you had just moved home. There, one of us was moving and you said something about this. I'm going to let you tell the story, but it was in reference. Well, it was in reference to our grandmother. Yeah, um, grandma is so big on this And one. I had never heard this before. So I'm like in my 30s and I'd never heard this one, but you guys apparently have known it your whole life. So, yeah. so uh, the superstition goes that giving away knives as a gift is bad luck. And that's pretty much all I knew before doing the research. But like you said, I first heard this from grandma. I remember she was giving mom a set of knives or a knife or something when we were younger, but she refused to give it to mom unless mom gave her a penny for it. And I was like, what in the world was so that weird. about? And she said, and mom just told me, oh yeah, it's bad luck to give away knives. You're supposed to, you know, exchange money for them or whatever. And I, that's and that's all I knew about it. I hadn't ever heard it anywhere else or like heard anybody else talk about it. Have you heard anybody else? Ever no, it was honest to goodness, just grandma. And I remember because she at least once, maybe twice, uh, would give mom, you know, she'd get, you know, grandma and her kitchen gadgets. Yeah, she got new stuff. She and got new like, stuff yeah. all the time and would gift it to mom as like just a hand-me-down, but would not give knives. She's like, no, no. Yeah. Give me a penny. <laughs> Did we have the same grandmother? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember any of this. No. Well... Okay, important question. Okay. Does this superstition pertain to if you purchase a wedding gift for someone off their registry and they're registered for knives? Like, I know when we got married, we registered for big blocks of knives. Well, I am actually going to get to that. One of oh. the things that it mentioned was that that's, like, one of the worst things is if you <gasps> gift it to a new couple. But um, That explains I don't know so who much. bought you knives. However, they did I not do like, you any favors. I feel like my whole life has come into focus in this exact moment. <laughs> <laughs> It's all explained. <laughs> okay, so like all many of the other stuff that we've looked at, the exact origin of the superstition is like kind of lost to time. But the idea seems to be pretty much the same across any cultures that it's prevalent in. As far as to why it's bad luck to gift a knife to someone that you value, it's because it's believed to like sever the ties of friendship or whatever relationship. It's because it's a sharp object. So I found that it's not only knives, but I guess the most common, most popular thing that so no saws, axes. Anything sharp, like scissors, really? anything. One possible origin, though, was in the time of Vikings, apparently gifting a knife meant that the receiver was not able to purchase himself a good enough knife to kill the giver, which I was like, wait, I don't know why it was specifically the person giving the knife that needed to be killed, but from what I gathered, it was like, if you are giving someone a knife, you're basically saying that they are not able to purchase their own so knife. So it's an insult. It's right. the implication that you're not so wealthy enough. Right, to, okay. exactly. Yeah, okay, right, sure. So he had the Those Vikings. Yeah, an insult. You'd have to be given something for free. And this is pretty much like I found like globally believed, which kind of surprised me because like I said, I've only ever heard of it from just our grandmother. But there was mention of it's believed like across from China to Europe. And then there were specific mentions in Switzerland, Germany, Brazil, and Egypt. Yeah, but like I said, it's kind of common across all references the same type of idea. If you gift someone a knife, you're severing the ties of your friendship. Hmm. So, uh, in any any sharp object. So, <laughs> I'm laughing as I'm thinking about this because I was gifted a knife <laughs> by a friend of ours and we're no longer friends. <laughs> Tim gave me a knife for Christmas. <laughs> we're doomed. Sorry. Oh, no. Sorry, so, Tim. We enjoyed you being part of the family. I really loved you. But I also... <laughs> 
I gave you a night. Philip. You I did. About that. Yeah. You both so. did. Yeah, but Tammy did it on purpose. That's Do you guys hate me? I'm gonna. Like, need, I'm gonna need a penny. <laughs> I'm gonna give you you a penny and Timothy a penny. But yeah, um, I did think <laughs> I thought I had a penny in my pocket. There you go. I we don't can be think sisters I, again. I think I lost shuffle it. over here. Doing um, the penny shuffle. The penny shuffle. What? Yeah, I did read that it is particularly bad luck to give a knife to a significant other or to a couple as a wedding gift. Getting a knife from your lover means that your love will end soon. Don't look too far into this, dear. No! <laughs> I like him. But this episode is brought to you by Xanax that Amanda will be taking. <laughs> but Grandpa gave us a block of knives that was on our registry when we got married. And I still like Grandpa, so it's okay. I don't... I Good. Good. Kevin and I got a block That's of knives, too. I don't I don't remember who gave it to us, but, like, it was one of our registry yeah. items. And this episode, I've learned that my sister hates me, and so does my boyfriend. Maybe it's so. because they were in the block, although I did see something about a block of knives, too, but... Maybe it's, like, from our second episode where we talk about touching wood mm-hmm. and wood grounding out negative spirits. Maybe mm-hmm. knives being mounted in a block of wood. There you go. Nullify. I am making it up, but no, it but sounds No, but I like it. Good. It sounds good. I like it, too. Okay, let's make it happen. Okay, so mm-hmm. the reason for the penny is because the way that it's believed that you combat the bad luck is if you give a knife or a set of knives to someone, you should tape a penny to it so that the person receiving the gift can hand it back to you as payment. Now, Grandmom just made Mom pull a penny out of her own stash, though, so I don't know. She didn't provide the penny to be given back to her, I don't think, but maybe I could be wrong. It's probably good that it was just a penny. What if she's like, here, right. I'm going to gift you this set of knives, but I'm going to need 100 bucks right. for it. Exactly. <laughs> Um, Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> the penny just ensures that it's not a gift because something has been paid for. Yes. It. Apparently, there's a company called Parker River Knife Company, who is not a sponsor, that <laughs> actually includes a penny with each knife that they sell because of the superstition. So they that have, like, is so cool. A penny in the box it. or taped to the box. I would like buy that. knives from them. Say the name again. again? Um, Parker River Knife Company. Parker. And then I'm going to try to um, pronounce this one. Mas- Masakage. I also saw mention of as a Japanese knife company that includes a 5 yen coin in there. So it's kind of like the same. It really is world. Maybe we, when we post, or when we air this episode, we could post like a picture from the, if we could find a picture of the like penny on the knife block or something. Yeah. I think I I looked for um, a picture, but I didn't look very far. I didn't find one, but I bet we could find something. You only went through the first page of Google. Oh, I just clicked the link on the site that I was writing about it on. Tammy Googled, picture of penny on knife block. Nothing. Oh, there's nothing out there. (laughs) Research done. Um, New subject. Vikings apparently would sell a knife to a friend extremely cheap, the cost being one copper coin. So, yeah, it's funny because for as long as... (laughs) Anyway. As long as this superstition has been around, you know, you see a lot of things that kind of morph or be a little bit different from culture to culture, but this one is pretty steady and it hasn't really changed over time from what I could tell. And it doesn't really vary too much other than like the type of currency being Mm -hmm. different because it's in a different part of the world. Um, Another tradition apparently though to reverse or cancel bad luck is to repeat the rhyme. If you love me as I love you, no knife can cut our love in two. But I think this is in addition to the penny, so you still need to pay for the rhyme. Amanda. Just say the yeah. rhyme. Yeah, just go tell Tim. <laughs> and give you apparently. Give get some pennies no, today. Take care of it. 
Yeah, Tammy's gonna charge Tammy you. Tammy I know I gave you that for Christmas. However, yeah, so you should give me a penny else. at Christmas. It's been um, this many months, so I'm gonna need that rounded up to about fifty bucks. Interest. Interest. Loan shark. There may be multiple reasons for the penny tradition because pennies are a general symbol of good luck, pretty prevalent even today. So it could be that in addition to canceling the gift aspect with payment, the good luck in a penny can also just help cancel out the bad luck in the knife. So okay, because, yeah, because you know, plenty of penny. Pick it up. Get penny, pick it right. up. I'll Go ahead. Along. You'll have good luck. Mm -hmm. Now I want to watch the movie Grease. Yes. <laughs> so also before pennies existed, apparently uh, the superstition was around because it is thought that in ancient times finding any type of metal was any type of metal was looked at as good fortune or a gift from the gods. So any type of metal scrap could be used as payment. It didn't have to specifically be a penny. Mm. So again, well, that's currency. Crazy. But yeah, this is really interesting because yeah. it, it doesn't look like it's changed at no, all. It's, it was kind of interesting. Um, so the flip sides to this superstition, though, some cultures knives can be as even as gifts can be considered good luck. Um, I read that in Finland, if you receive a, here they go, I'm going to try to pronounce this one correctly too, a puka, puka, I think. It's a Finnish belt knife. It's considered an honor. In the U.S., apparently many parents give knives to their children as a rite of passage into adulthood. So I'm, I'm sorry, which United States yeah, would that be? Well, yeah. the one we live in or a different <laughs> one? Yeah. No, the one that we live in, I think. It's probably <laughs> <laughs> think? Okay, I think. so you're not sure. I'm not positive. Right. Um, <laughs> Amanda, what is that hand gesture? <laughs> Although this, I'm done. I've never, were you playing the bongos? I've never <laughs> seen that before. <laughs> no, laugh so loud. Sorry. Amanda's really loud. She looks like she's trying to block a sneeze. That's true. That's exactly what that looks like. <laughs> Kevin, I feel like Kevin might listen to this one episode because gifting our daughter a knife sounds like something that he would do <laughs> yeah, when do. she gets older, and he'll probably tell her she's got to go hunt her own food, too. Well, when I was... Reading that, I stopped and I asked her, I think my dad has given him a pocket knife as a Christmas gift before. And I was like, oh, yeah. did, you know, he said, yeah, he has. I said, did, did he make you pay for it? And he was like, no, he just gave it to me for Christmas. So he's like, oh, my okay. family's all trying to sabotage each other. Maybe your dad was introducing Terrence to the world of adulthood. Maybe mm -hmm. it was a rite of passage. Yeah, I think maybe it was. Mm -hmm. In some cultures, knives are seen as a great defense against fairies or curses, especially if they're made out of steel. Yes, we've talked about the fairies and the iron and steel mm -hmm. before. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And a knife stuck in a baby's headboard is supposed to protect the baby. <laughs> okay. Amanda, you, you and I were there together. <laughs> I've actually heard this before. <laughs> she said headboard. Amanda and I heard head. <laughs> like, well, this escalated quickly. Yeah, there was. You didn't. You probably would have glossed over that one if it was stuck in a baby's head. I think we need to do this on like. That. We need to make a video of this because people stopped. need to see Amanda and I trying to silently react to this like that. That was frightening. <laughs> the bongos are back. Oh my god. I wish I had seen it. I was looking down. <laughs> okay, what about a baby's head She's so much more focused than we are. <laughs> Usually. Fair, um, fair point. A safe. knife stuck in a baby's headboard is supposed to protect the baby. And what if it falls? Like, what if it falls down? Maybe you don't. Babies you often have like cribs that... I haven't seen a lot of cribs with headboards. That's true. It'd be a very ornate crib. I mean, just pick a side, I guess. This is going to be the headboard side. Sure. So, please, baby, sleep on the other side. <laughs> Don't get up and, like, take it out. How many homicidal babies do you know? <laughs> My lord, it's Stew not Stewie. Stew <laughs> I was thinking more because babies just get into everything, but all right. <laughs> Whichever. We're going down a very dark path. <laughs> very dark and twisty path. <laughs> all right. Well, Sorry for mentioning that reference. <laughs> 
I'm not. I think my heart is still stopped. I don't think it's restarted. Mercy. All right, well, calm down. There's more to go. There's more to go. Um, apparently, a knife under a mother's bed is thought to ease the pain of childbirth. So, we'll have to see if that works out maybe one day. Um, or you could get an epidural. Yeah, that probably has more effect. But yeah, a combination of both. Keeping a knife <laughs> in there, says the nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to recommend that next time you're on LND. You do a clinical trial. <laughs> Would you please? Yes. Just you know. here, I'm just gonna slip this knife under your. But head. you know, if you'd like to wait till maybe this podcast is making enough for us to work independently, you yeah. may find yourself without a job. <laughs> the rules of nursing. The rules of nursing. It's the worst when they make you be compliant. Oh God. Keeping a knife in a jar of water by the front and back doors of a home is supposed to ward off evil spirits. These evil spirits always show up in my research. Um, you do have a a lot of evil yeah, spirits that show up. It's popping up somewhere. Because they're afraid of their reflections, which they can see in the water surface and the knife. Which I thought was interesting because I'm like, well, what? I guess maybe it's a double reflect reflection, reflection that makes yeah. it so effective. Because hmm. if they're afraid of their reflection, I don't know why just the water or just the knife wouldn't be okay on its own. That's a good point. <laughs> whatever. In China, apparently, sleeping in a bed with knives under it will scare away the evil spirits. Okay. And in Greece, a knife with a black handle under your pillow will keep away nightmares. So that's on the flip side of, of the, you know, bad luck that's brought on by gifting someone knives. Those are the ways that knives can bring you good luck. And then I had a few other things about knives that may be more to look into, like for some of them are kind of probably just, that's about all we'd find on it. And some of them may be interesting to research further, but apparently hundreds of years ago, People believe that placing a knife across another piece of cutlery was a sign of witchcraft. So just like the knife, whatever yeah. crossed? Like if you put, I guess if you put like your fork across your knife, then maybe you are a witch. I guess you have to be very careful when you're setting the table. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I thought, I don't know why that made me think about you and like that. Didn't Uh-oh. you take like etiquette classes as a kid? I wondered if they ever mentioned that you shouldn't cross your cutlery. <laughs> Not only did I take etiquette classes, but I passed with flying colors because I am a lady. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Tammy and I did not take etiquette classes. <laughs> Nor would I have passed them if um, I hadn't taken them. Colin also took them. <laughs> the end. The end. Let's hey, keep, Colin. Let's keep going. Uh, Colin now listens to our podcast. I know. I was, I was editing one, not, I'm sorry, Tammy, I just hijacked your story, but um, I was editing an episode not that long ago, and I was making fun of Colin, how he never listens, and, and he now listens, yeah. and so he texted me the other day, he's like, y'all are ridiculous, but you know, it's kind of interesting, I'm like, I know, we're really, <laughs> he, I had we're really smart. best phone call from him the other day, he called me and was like, hey, I love your podcast, and I was like, what, thanks, thanks so much. <laughs> Well, I don't text. <laughs> it was, I think it was when we were texting back and forth. Colin, we appreciate the support. I'm sorry you didn't pass etiquette school, and I'm sorry I'm sharing that with the world. <laughs> How do you not pass etiquette school? You'll have to ask him. Okay. I'm sure it's personal. Colin, we got to talk later. I feel bad, Colin. I would have failed out with you. I played in dirt. Tammy would have refused <laughs> to participate. <laughs> I played in dirt. That been <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. That would have been you. Tammy's like, I don't. That doesn't really look... I don't nah. really... I'm not all about that curtsying. I'd rather not. What's a curtsy? I'll just watch. <laughs> anyway, apparently you're not supposed to stir with a knife because it brings bad luck. Uh, there's even a saying that goes with that one, stir with a knife and stir up strife. I have many times stirred, like, iced tea with a knife if two. that's all that's, con- like, convenient. I have too. Mercy. Stir with a knife <clears throat> and then strife. Huh. Stir, stir up strife. Stir up strife. Yeah. Whatever. 
So, anyway, don't do it anymore. Okay. Noted. Um, two, cro- two knives crossed on a table will cause a quarrel, apparently, but Ooh. luckily uncrossing them immediately will prevent the argument or any bad luck. So if you just happen to see some knives crossed, go ahead and uncross them. Just remedy that situation. Mm-hmm. You get into a fight and you look down and you're like, oh, wait, hold on. Sorry about the strike. All, all is well. <laughs> Sorry about the strike. Um, there's apparently a saying that says you never truly own a knife unless it has bitten you. So once a knife has drawn its owner's blood, people who believe this will not sell or trade that knife. Um, That's very Monsters Book of Monsters, isn't it? <laughs> right? There. Thank also, you. We hadn't had one yet. I know. We hadn't had it. I, <laughs> I was committed waiting. to a Harry Potter reference. I was episode. waiting. Also, a knife that has, quote-unquote, bitten its owner will stay sharp longer and is less likely to cut its owner again by accident. So, I don't know. I've been cut so by do, several knives Do you do this on purpose? Like, you just nick your face? Okay, now no. me and this knife have a bond. No, I think it's it's got to be, like, by accident. Oh, well, what if you're really careful with knives? My husband lectured me on washing knives last weekend with, uh... <laughs> last weekend. <laughs> it was Fiona's dance recital. We had everybody over, and we had used one of the big butcher knives for something, and I was loading the dishwasher, and I laid it in across the top and he was like you're really supposed to hand wash that and I said I, I put them in the dishwasher all the time like I don't have time to hand wash everything and he's like that is how you make a knife dull Erin you just need to always hand wash a knife I'm Do like you know how she can make a knife dull by trying to cut open a coconut <laughs> oh my gosh that did happen <laughs> which is what I thought of when you just said Kevin and I yeah okay I'm sorry he doesn't listen so he's never going to hear this but we have to just call out sweet my sweet husband Best because video I've ever received. Uh, it it is the best video I've ever taken. Um, <laughs> last year, I mentioned that I wanted some fresh fruit because I was kind of going through this smoothie phase and I was making smoothies every morning. And he said, what do you want? I said, well, I don't really like, you know, I'm not really into melons. Anything citrusy is good. Um, love pineapple, whatever. So um, my <laughs> husband, one of, one of his strengths is his inability to spend money. I'm going to say strengths lightly. Um, he will find whatever the cheapest option is. So he decided that the uh, full round coconut was a good investment because it was very inexpensive. And he brought it home and I asked him what I was supposed to do with this <laughs> coconut. Uh, I said, thank you for getting me fruit. Um, wh- what do I do with this? <laughs> and he, he said, oh, he was so annoyed at me. Was so dramatic, Aaron. So he took one of our butcher knives and um, I took a video <laughs> of it. It was, it was a very special moment. There was lots of like Irish cursing. Um, and then it's one of the best videos. It, it took ever. a long time to get that thing open, and then when it did, he was rather startled with the coconut milk running all over the place. <laughs> and then when we finally did have it open and drained, um, I don't know if you've ever had fresh coconut. It's not it's sweet. It's not good. It's not good. No, so it wasn't it's not a smoothie it, for sure. No, no, and it it never got eaten, and it was a giant waste. But it was highly comical. The best part was how pleased he was with himself when it was He really was. <laughs> oh my god. This will be the one episode he opts to listen to and then he's gonna he's have gonna to be like, he's not gonna be impressed with me. <laughs> Here's a knife. <laughs> His sisters listen, so I guarantee they're texting right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, sounds like Kevin. Yeah. Never close a knife that someone else has opened. This one I've actually heard of too. It's supposed to be bad luck. So like if somebody opens a knife, like a pocket knife or something, or unsheaths a knife and hands it to you, you're not supposed to close it back before you hand it back to them. Whoever opens it is also supposed to close it. Oh. And some people will even give away their knives if if they've been cursed in this way. Like, so if I had a pocket knife and handed it to Amanda open and she handed it back to me closed, I'd be like, no, you keep it. You've ruined it kind of thing. Wow. And I actually have heard that before. Bad things will come if a knife falls and sticks in the floor. Oh, okay. 
I'm more concerned about my about feet your being toes. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, apparently in Iceland, if a knife falls while fish are being cleaned, the direction it points to determines his luck the next time he goes out to fish. So if it's pointing towards the sea, he'll have a good haul the next time he goes out. If it's pointing towards the land, he will not catch any fish. Oh. I know, I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Apparently, if a knife falls to the ground, a man will visit soon. It did specifically say a man. A man. <laughs> that is creepy. That's all I got so on What that. kind of man? Right. So all you girls out there that are searching <laughs> for your special someone, if you'd like to perhaps just start juggling knives, inevitably, you will drop one. Yeah. You're welcome. Just maybe dull knives would be best. Romance tips for Mary McCann. You, you don't want it to stick in the like, floor, then it'll be bad luck. That's true. Well, that's true. More chubby. Wear proper towel. shoes. Wear proper footwear when juggling knives. <laughs> I feel like that could be a t-shirt. I feel like it could. Talia, marketing manager, if you're listening, we'd yeah. like to see a mock-up. We know next you're week. listening. I think she listens to some of the episodes before I do. <laughs> I think that's yeah. true. Yeah, that is true. So, apparently it's bad luck to say the word knife if you're at sea. Did you know that? No. I thought maybe you would know that since you're into nautical things. I am into nautical things, but I don't spend an extended amount of time at sea. Yeah, you live in Texas. I, I live know. in Texas. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, just because I like uh, Maybe, maybe navy tell your blue. mom too. Yeah. Auntie. Don't say knife if you're ever at sea. Okay, noted. You should never put a combat knife back into its sheath if it, has if it hasn't drawn blood because it will fail you in future battles. So just walk around with your knife out. Right. So until you, you draw kill it, someone. Unless you have killed someone with it, don't put it back away. Now, Tammy, you just said draw blood. You didn't say create death. That's true. Could you not just, <laughs> like, nick somebody? True. So if you want to be, like, take the short, nick somebody. Hey, don't point your knife at me. You just went to 100. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine the time when this information would be useful for us, but you never know. You never know. Look, according to my father, the zombie apocalypse, <laughs> zombie is, apocalypse is real. It's probably probably not wrong. Yeah. Start collecting. Have you ever thought about oh, like what your role would be if the apocalypse 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 came? You know, some people are good at like fishing uh -huh. and no. like. I'm not good at many things. Like, I write press releases. I feel like there's not going to be a really strong need for communication. Yeah. I'm glad I'm a nurse. I'll have well, a job. And by job, no, I mean... No, you would. Like, you would be useful. I would be decently useful. I mean, I can cook. Maybe I'll, there. Just, maybe I'll cook. You can. So, you can cook. I just found my role. <laughs> you too, actually. You guys would be excellent in the kitchen. Tammy and I need to be left alone in the kitchen and not near anything else outside of the bunker. <laughs> okay. So, so knives. <laughs> Before we move on from the zombie apocalypse, I don't remember what brought it on, but we were walking out of Target, and I was like, oh, I bumped into something. I don't know, something happened. And he was like, oh, I know what it was. I had my glasses on, so I couldn't have sunglasses on, and it was bright, and I couldn't see. So I was like, help me, I can't get to the car. <laughs> Average. Right. So he's like, um... In the event of a zombie apocalypse, I'm going to need you to run because you can't see anything. So you're not going to be able to, like, defend your... You just need to run. And I was like, well, bad news, babe, because I don't run very fast. So I'm just going to probably we're, die. We're together, you and I. <laughs> I'm just going to die. I don't watch The Walking Dead. It's, I'm not a fan. But I understand the concept of the show. And I have faced the realization... That if that were real life, I'm gone in season one. It's probably not. There's no extending storyline for Aaron. I my, one of my favorite hobbies, and they make fun of me. I like to compare ev literally everyone uh, to characters in The Walking Dead. Yeah. See, that wouldn't mean anything to me because I've never I seen know, the show. I, I don't. I have to think on yours. I'm not sure yet. Well, just circle back to me, and I'll look mm -hmm. it up on Wikipedia. She'll see if she cares. Yeah. Right. All right. No one likes my character. Do you see this face? This is the face of someone who doesn't care. <laughs> So a few more things about knives before we wrap up. Um, in some parts of America, it is apparently considered bad luck to sharpen knives after the sun goes down. Haven't heard that. Yes, I'm guessing in the America that we live in. Oh, that America. Okay. That one. Got it. Some hunters believe that knives used to kill game should never be handled by a woman, which I'm That's guessing... That's sexist. 
Done with the patriarchy. I agree. Um, (laughs) Bummer if you happen to be a female who likes to hunt. I hate the Heminists. Sorry, Taylor. Damn Heminists. Heminists? (laughs) (laughs) Done with the patriarchy. (laughs) I know, that's what I thought about Taylor, Mm -hmm. too. I'm like, rude. Uh, Slicing hot cornbread with a knife is considered to be cutting your luck. That's unfortunate, because... Cornbread should be sliced hot. Who made these rules? I agree. Well, I like that conversation. Terrence actually uh, breaks bread instead of cuts it. That's it's true. just like a habit he has had since childhood. All right, your husband is an old soul. Yeah, he like is. he intrinsically knows things that he shouldn't know. That's true. I think it has to do with bread being the body of Christ or something like something he learned when he oh. was young. Like you wouldn't slice. No, that makes sense though. Yeah. So he's you know, but then I pointed out that I probably wouldn't try to like break a part of Jesus off either. <laughs> So, okay, I'm almost done, I promise. Bless. Um, <laughs> I like this episode, I think it's fun. Crossing your spoon with your knife indicates your food wasn't good and you were wishing the cook bad luck. So keep that in mind when you're also laying your utensils down on the table. I'm going to be looking the next time I make dinner for someone to see who's <laughs> passively, aggressively complaining about my food. I really hope that I'm going to remember to cross my spoon over my knife next time I eat. <laughs> I guarantee you'll remember and I'll never do this. So <laughs> probably my attention span is shorter than a gnat. Apparently... Somewhere it was believed that to make sure, I don't know if this is still current or if it was just like an, an older belief, to make sure that a pregnant woman will have a boy, a man should stick a knife into the side of her mattress. Oh no, it doesn't say into the side, just into her mattress. I think I was just thinking the side would be the same. Probably <laughs> <laughs> don't want to like do it under or anything. What if it was like one of those like old school feather mattresses? They just oh, like wail on the mattress, there's just feathers everywhere. <laughs> and then I sneezed to this. Oh, it always comes back to her allergies, doesn't it? No matter where we start. Yeah, life always comes back to my allergies. Anyways, in Russian folklore, a knife resting with the sharp side up means murderers are being born as long as it stays that way. So, you know, think about that when you're just laying a knife down with the sharp side up. I always get annoyed because I'm like, who left this here like this? I could cut my finger off. (laughs) I don't understand. Knives are flat. How do you leave the sharp side up? It, it's awkward because it's like has to be resting on the handle to where the blade is like. That's intentional. Like, how would you? You could never do that on accident. I, I don't disagree with you. Man, does it though. <laughs> you just look like the Grinch. I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've found a knife in that position that I'm like, really? I, someone wants me to injure myself. I can honestly <laughs> I can say, do it on causing murderers to be born. That has never so, happened in my house. So, with that on your conscious chance. Conscience. Conscious <laughs> murder? <laughs> That's tragic. All right. And Amanda has a complex. One more. So, Another complex. No, no, my no. boyfriend's gonna leave me. My sister hates me, and this now I can't murder her. This is a hard episode. This is a really hard episode for you. I'm sorry. Um, so new so level on Patreon. Pay for Amanda's therapy. <laughs> really though, I mean that would be great. <laughs> Moving on. Some knife owners in the Philippines are said to believe that you must coat the blade of your knife in your own blood if it cuts you. Didn't say why. Coat the blade? Like, like... So, like, if you cut yourself, then you need to, like, coat the blade around. That's very graphic sounding. Yeah, a lot about knives. And interesting, and it seems so, like, yeah, it's everywhere. Like... This episode started out innocently enough with like, hey, just give me some money if I'm going to gift yeah, you some right. knives. And we ended up with like murderers being born and coating it in your own I blood. Know. There's a lot around knives, though. I, honestly, I didn't even include like everything that I... Really? <laughs> Amanda. <laughs> it was just there. You know you're podcasting with a nurse when she randomly reaches over and looks at how veiny your arm I is. thought she was about to start an IV drug. I wanted to. <laughs> Natalie will appreciate this. Yes. Anyways. I wanted to yeah. start an IV drip. <laughs> Listen. No, I don't even need to start the drip. Just the IV. That's fine. She just wants to stab me with a needle. I'll... I'll... At least it's not a knife. <laughs> right. At least it's not I a guess. knife. Okay, this... Anyways. Derail. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
the rabbit trail was real today. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. Good work on the knives. Moral of this very long story is if you are going to give someone a knife, just go ahead and tape a penny to it just to be sure. And yeah, safe. for sure. All right. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, like say, uh, we kind of talked about it before, but you know, a lot of people register for knives for their wedding. Right. So I feel like if you want to give them that, because it's actually, it's a good gift, right? Like, it's really a block of knives for her wedding now that you just said Oh that. my God, we did. Anyway, go I'm sorry. It's a good gift because really nice knives are expensive and they're useful. Uh-huh. But I feel like not only do you need to tape a penny, but perhaps a transcript of this podcast so people yeah. understand the context behind the penny. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it was funny because a couple of things that I read was like, even if you don't believe in the superstition or you think somebody's going to be like, what in the world, why is there a penny to this? It's a good conversation starter. So. That's true. <laughs> also true. 100 Yes. Now you can share someone's, share our story with someone else. Thanks for supporting this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Shall we wrap it up? I think so. (laughs) Call it a day. Thanks for listening to Salt Salt Over Over Your Shoulder, Shoulder, a Redwater production. We appreciate your support. Your download allowed our crazy idea to gain steam and make it into your podcast directories. We couldn't do this without you. If you'd like to continue your support, you can engage with us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at SaltThePod, or follow us on Facebook at Salt Over Your Shoulder. You can also email us at saltoveryourshoulder at gmail.com. Special thanks to the one and only Andrew York for our awesome graphic. If you'd like to continue your support, please consider giving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast directory. This helps other people find us as well. You can also become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash saltthepod. See you next time.